Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. A daughter mother is making a plea to Louth County Council to let her keep her dog Caesar after she'd been given a week's notice to rehome him or surrender him to the local pound. Anita Collins says her 16-month-old pet Rottweiler is as gentle as a lamb and is a family member, especially to her and her son Lennon, who has ADHD. And obviously, you know, the pet is very important for a young child with ADHD, as we all know. And Anita, who suffers badly with depression herself. And she joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, Anita. Hi, Niall. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Okay. Now, how old is Caesar? He's 16 months old. Caesar is 16 months old. Um, we got him during the first lockdown. Um, recently, and we had lost our 12-year-old Rottweiler beforehand to cancer. Oh, okay. um, I'm sorry to hear that. That must have been yeah. heartbreaking for you, wasn't it? It, it was. Kaiser yeah. was one of the best we've ever had. What was his name? Kaiser? Kaiser. His okay. name's Kaiser. Kaiser and we, Caesar. Okay, I can see there's a, there's a pattern here. Okay, yeah, yeah. go on. We, we also, our very first Rottweiler, we got McCosey. We got nine years from her. Okay. She died of canine version of Parkinson's. Okay. Um, she was absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you or any of the girls on in your station there are on a group called Drahada Dolls, but my daughter Aoife Collins actually has her own um, story up on that. Okay. How it affected her and how before she could walk, we have had these dogs. Now, m- my thing is. We've always had them. Lennon has ADHD. He's got DCD. He suffers from anxiety and depression since the age of seven. So the dog is to, good for him. It's good. So for him. the dog is brilliant for Lennon. When Lennon has a meltdown, Lennon is inclined to put his head through a wall. Oh my! So the plaster that we now actually have repairs our walls for free. Oh my! Because that's, that's, very, that's very difficult, isn't it? It's yeah. very difficult. Like yeah. I often had to sit with Lennon and hold him. And his own dad, Gary, actually got afraid of him a couple of years ago. He's like, what is this? I said, you've never seen this. You are at work. You don't see what we see during the day with Lennon. Um, and and how, old, how old is Lennon now? Lennon now will be turning 21 this year. I am actually Lennon's carer. Okay. And then he is on medication. The medication does not work. And the only thing that ever did work was the dog. for Lennon. Rain, hail or snow, lie outside with a dog. The dog calms him down. Dog, yeah. And that's what calms Lennon okay. down. Now, so, so for people who are confused as to why the council want this dog removed from okay. your home. Um, yeah. Now, this goes back to 2008 where the council brought in legislation under the control of... 2009. Okay, but they did allow up to 2009. I'm going to come to that in a second, okay? So, basically under the control breeds list, okay? This is the German Shepherd, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, American Pit Bull Terrier, Doberman Pinscher, Japanese Akita, Bull Mastaff, English Bull Terrier, Japanese Tusa, whatever that is, Rhodesian Ridgeback, and any crosses of those breeds, including, of course, your dog is on the list there as well. Okay, so if you're in a council house, you're not allowed to keep these dogs. Now, what they did was they said look we don't want people putting their dogs down if they already have them so for free they they, they then offered uh, for anybody who had those dogs if you want to get them neutered you can we'll pay for it so you don't have to take your, your dog we don't have to take the dog off you so because um, I know residents in the Dublin City Council State it, were allowed to keep stood, their breeds 
It did only stand in Dublin. Yeah. Dublin brought their bylaw in in July 2007. Yeah. And they decided, this is what we're going to do. Loud County Council knew that I have had, to, they know I've this breed 18 years. They know another girl has her breed 18 years. It's actually the girl I got my first but, Rottweiler off. But just to, just to uh, clarify, and, yeah. and I'm not having a go at you, Anita, because yeah, I, you yeah. have all my sympathy, right? Yeah. But, but just to clarify, it doesn't matter that you've had the breed it's the mm. dog, okay? So as far yeah. as they're concerned, you only have this dog 16 months, which was after mm. the laws were brought in. So yeah. in other words, and what they said to the Dublin City Council area had said they were allowed to keep the breeds of potentially dangerous dogs such as Rottweilers or German Shepherds, provided they complied with the new rules. And that was only for existing dogs that they had. So your your previous dog would have come into that category if you yeah. lived in Dublin, for example. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and they provided uh, neutering, spaying or microchipping in order mm. for them to keep the breed uh, so they didn't have to have them put down or rehomed or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah, now... I suppose, I don't know, I suppose, specifically the reason why they brought this in. Um, I, I assume it's because, obviously, they can make the rules because it's council housing and mm-hmm. they can make the rules and these dogs were considered to be more likely to be involved, I suppose, in, you know, biting people or attacks because they're, a lot of them would be powerful breeds. They're a lot stronger. The yes. jaws are yeah. a lot stronger, okay. yes. Okay, yes. so what, what have the council said to you now? And what warning did you get? When was the first you heard from the council on this? Now... The first I heard from the council was Monday morning gone. The dog warden knows me personally. I worked with a dog rescue. I've worked in a vet. I've done grooming. I've worked in a pet shop. When late 2008, when I heard that this was coming into loud, I rang the dog warden, came on the door on Monday. I was actually at work. I work for the council. I'm a, I'm a school warden. Okay. Um, I work for Lake County Council. In the old days called the lollipop lady. The lolly, well, the kids, that's what the kids call <laughs> yeah, the lollipop yeah. lady. Yeah. So Gary rang me, he said, we have a problem. I said, what problem have we got? He said, the council are here with two dog wardens. They're taking the dog. I said, no, they're not. So did they so get, now, now when, when he said that they're coming to take the dog, right? Did you get any previous letter or we a warning? Nothing. Or say, we listen, you have till no. such a time or no. we're coming to take the dog? No. No, they called to a lot of houses here in the housing estate. And what and now, what led to that, Anita? Was there what was locally? Was there an attack on somebody? Yeah. Or, okay. There was a certain. There is a certain dog, one side of the river, and a certain dog this side of the river. The one this side of the river has attacked before, but the dog has been moved from home to home. Okay. It keeps get moving around. So therefore, and what sort of dog is that? What sort of do you know what breed of dog that is? That was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Okay. Now it attacked my friends, Maycoon Cat, and her child right. at her front door. And when the dog warden went to take the dog, he didn't have the power to walk into the house, so they moved the dog. I wouldn't off, want. Right? I wouldn't want to try and take the dog in the first place no. if that was so, the type of dog it was. Exactly. I mean, going, so yeah. what they done was they've shifted around the, whole, the different houses. This lady moved in. I think it was seven, eight years after I did. So her lease at the time stated, you are not to own this breed at all. Yeah. At all. That's because so, it would be under the new conditions. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, when they called to her three weeks ago, she said, what about that body, that body and that body? Now, she hung herself to me the other day. Okay. I don't want to get into your personal conversations with, with neighbours or whatever because we can't get into that on the air. But okay, else obviously had an issue with you having the dog because they couldn't have one, is the point you're oh, making. And 25 yeah. other people in the okay. estate. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, so, 
so where do you stand now? So what's the latest development now on this? Anita? The latest development is they haven't got back to us. They just said at the front door, you have one week to rehome, surrender, or we will be coming back. And I said, for what? To take your, to take your dog? I said, over my dead body, he is a service dog to my son. And to me, I said, I know in Europe, if we lived on the land of Europe, even though we're part of the European Union, he would be classed as a proper service dog. I have the full backing of Darren Hand. He trains autism dogs. He has trained three Rottweilers. But does it not have to, to, for it to be an autism dog, and I'm not suggesting for one minute it isn't good for your child, and I'm sure it is. He has but is it, does, it, does it not have to be licensed as a support dog? I don't know the ins and outs exactly. Darren has actually trained Caesar to be Lennon's service dog. So we're looking into that as well. We are looking into that because all the years that we've had our dogs, they've never broken out now. They've never caused a disturbance. My neighbour next door didn't even know I had a dog. When when the dog wardens called, the neighbours come out and said, why are they at your door? I said, to take my dog. What dog? Your dog died years ago. I said, the other dog. So that's how quiet your dog is. They didn't even know you had one. (laughs) We have an epileptic cat. And when our cat's taking a fit, Caesar's by its side before we know that the fit's coming on. Like, this is how gentle my dog is. He comes to Lokai before she takes the fit. He can sense it coming on. And it's crazy because he's a so-called dangerous dog. But yes, he knows when the epileptic cat's going to take a fit. And he will lie with her. He knows when Lennon is about to go into a meltdown. He senses it before Lennon is even getting to that high point. He senses when my um, anxiety gets really high. It's not only Caesar, it was all our dogs because we had them trained by if people to help us. Yeah, no, no, no. and I appreciate, Anita, you, you, you need not go on about that because I completely yeah. appreciate how good it might be for your child, how yeah. good it might be for your epileptic cat, obviously, as well. Yeah. And I, I understand all of that. The problem you have is... The rules are the rules. And that's what they're going to say to you. They're going to say it's quite clear. And let me just let me finish that in your lease that you must follow the rules. Okay. And the rules of living in council housing. All right. And since 2009, uh, anybody who purchases or gets a dog since that date, it's not applied retrospectively because if you already had a dog, you just have to get them neutered or microchipped. Right. But anybody who gets a dog since then, and this dog is only 16 months old, that Mm. you should have known that and not have got that particular breed of dog. And that's what they will say to you. And, you know, and if they bend the rule for you, well, then they have to bend it for everybody. You see, this is the thing. Like, when that bylaw came into effect, the council, knowing me knew for 13 years we had the dog, because they're accepting... Yeah, but they weren't, yeah, but they weren't taking that dog off you. No, no. but they, they knew we had them due to our dog licences. And that's, and, that's, and that's perfectly fine. And they weren't going to take that dog off you. The worst case scenario no. is you would have to get it neutered or microchipped, right? Yeah. So, so you, that's not the case. Yeah. It's not about yeah. your previous dog. It's about this dog that you've now yeah. only have 16 months. And that's yeah. their argument, isn't it? That for the that safety is, of everyone else. It's their argument. But for the, before the, two, the last two years, I have got his license. It comes up, his chip number, his breed. Mm-hmm. They know he's still here. Yeah. They've never came to anybody in the housing estates up here before, knowing we have the dogs, but through our dog license, the dog breed, the dog wardens knew we had them because they had seen us out walking with our yeah. dogs. 
Yeah. Like, not just me, I'm talking and about I know, And it's heartbreaking. I know, I know it's it heartbreaking. Is, it and, is. and by the way, how is, that must be affecting you as well, because I know you suffer from depression yourself. Yeah, Absolutely, big time. Absolutely, big time. Like, Your heart I, must be broke. I yeah. have not been feeling well since August, and since Monday, this has taken a bigger, a bigger role on my mental health, a severe middle, ro- a, a, a big role now on our mental health. But, like, I just can't understand why it took 13 years for the council to come to any of us knowing we had these dogs. They should have, I feel, called us all in the end of 2008, coming into 2009. We know you have these breeds. We just want to ask you, sign a new tenancy agreement or a doctored one saying, when said dog you have now passes away, do not add another but one. Yeah, but they, 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 they probably wouldn't be have the, the administration to do all that. It will say in your tenancy agreement that you must abide by all policies yeah. uh, of council housing and of the, of the tenancy. And that, that can change. They do have the right to change those tenancy yeah. agreements. Now, obviously, within reason, uh, they do have yeah. the right to change them. And it was well documented and it was in the news and it was everywhere at the time to, for anybody to suggest, for example, at the moment that they didn't know that. Um, yeah. You know, they, they would say, well, that would be a little bit silly that you'd have to have known that. You know what I mean? So their argument is not about your previous dog because there was it's an op- about this dog. It's about yeah. this dog. Your previous yeah. dog. And to be fair to the councils, you know, they did understand that people had the dogs already when they brought in the law. And they said, if you have one, we're not going to make you get rid of it. We're not going to put it down. We're not going to put it asleep. You don't have to rehome it. You just have to get it neutered and chipped. Yes. So they did all that. But now, now, here we are, you know, 12 years later, and they're basically saying, you've only got a dog in the last 16 months that you knew you shouldn't have got. And that's their argument. And, and I can't see how you're going to win against this, Anita. And I, I honestly don't see how you'll win. I, I don't know how I am going to win, but I have told them, not a hope will they take Caesar from me. I said, not a hope will you take him. Like in 2009, January 22nd, Director of Services, Joe McGuinness, had told the council at the meetings, and it's in, a, it's in the independent. These dogs are also becoming trophy dogs who owners are associated with antisocial behaviour. So they're trying to tell... Well, I, I, I think the point that he would have been making at the time, and I'm not in relation to you, but he made a general point that many of the dogs, and for example, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, uh, would be a trophy dog for many individuals who are involved in so- antisocial behaviour. That doesn't mean that everybody who owns a Staffordshire Bull Terrier is involved in antisocial behaviour. It's a statement saying that those involved in antisocial behaviour, it tends to be the breed of choice. And, and Anita, we all know that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So that's, that's not, yeah. that's not a, it's not a, an incorrect statement. No, but okay, and but but he's not talking about you, and you certainly aren't somebody who's involved in antisocial behaviour no, or, or the like. Not. Okay, but the, but the point but the, the point is, is I, I see, I don't, and I don't know. Have you spoke to local councillors in the area? I, and, I have. He's gone by our original tenancy agreement. He has asked for it. He's going to go through every single bit of it. But the thing we don't understand: we live in council houses, council housing estates. If I bought my house in a council estate, I can own any amount of restricted breed dogs. So again, it's discrimination against people living in a council estate who cannot afford to buy their home. But yet, if you can buy your home, you can have these dogs. Somebody says here, I can come on the air, on the radio, as I'm working, and uh, we'll get into trouble. 
All local authorities have social workers based in the housing department. Tell yeah. that lady to meet with the Loud County Council social worker and she may be able to get help on medical needs and compassionate grounds. Best of luck. Yeah. Now, have, okay. you tr- have you tried that on compassionate grounds? No, I haven't because I'm waiting for them to come back. Well, now then why, why, well there's an option. Why not get on to yeah. the local county council social worker? Social worker. I, I will do that because I actually have a letter here from my doctor. And it says on, uh, on this here that it would be detrimental to take the dog because he has been therapeutic to say that. Absolutely. And okay, and, and, and that wouldn't apply to everybody, but it would apply to you. And on, yeah. on compassionate grounds, they yeah. may make an exception for you. Yeah, and and all and he's just strong. He says I strongly urge you follow this family, allow this family to remain complete until Caesar naturally passes away. Mm-hmm. And I've said this to the council. I will sign anything that when Caesar passes away, you won't get another I will one. Never own another controlled breed dog ever. I will not own another one. But you see, what are they going to do with all these dogs? The dog pens and rescues, they're overrun. They've no space due to people bringing in their unwanted COVID pets and um, mm-hmm. Christmas pets. Yeah. And we, want, we know that our dogs, like we're being forced to surrender them, but we know because of the breed, they're not going to be rehomed. They're going to be euthanized. Okay, I, well, I, I'm looking at a message you just got here from, uh, he's a regular to the show, Gerben Unk, who's the co-founder of the Party for Animal Welfare. And yes. he says, hi Niall, calling for le- I'm going to call for legislation to government deputies to allow dogs in council housing. Keeping rescue dogs uh, are so good for mental health and helps the dogs equally. We will draft a petition soon on this. Ten- tenancy agreements need to change to allow pets. Also, pets should be allowed to- in private rented accommodation. We heard also the news that homeless people can take their dog into home homeless shelters. Such a shame. Uh, okay, but the, I think, maybe Gerben, you got this slightly wrong. You are allowed to keep a pet in council housing, generally yes. speaking. There's just a list yeah. of certain dogs you're not certain allowed breed. to have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I was speaking to a man, Darren Han. He's the director and owner of Approved Raw Pet Foods, Ireland's first and only guaranteed Irish pet food brand. He's a former breeder and owner of German Shepherds and staff, and he owns a Rossi at, the, at this moment. He has trained two Rottweilers to be autism assistant dogs. Now, he is training the six-month one at the moment. He gave me his phone number. If you would like to speak to him, he will speak to you. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm not not doubting uh, the the validity of what you're saying for one minute in relation to how important the dog is to you. All I'm saying is it's going to be a difficult task because the legislation is there in black and white. But as I said to you, that message that we got in there said if you get onto the local social worker, they may make an exception on compassionate grounds. Yeah. That's the only th- chance yeah. you have, Anita. Failing that, yeah. you you will have two options. Either you go or the dog goes. And, and, and I don't want to see you and your family homeless because you won't abide by the rules. We wouldn't, we wouldn't give them up. It's, like, it's, it's just like how many... We, we're trying to find out how many attacks, not only in Laird, but how many attacks in the whole of Ireland from 20, for, for last year, for 2021, um, with legislated dogs and unlegislated dogs mm-hmm. um, have happened. Now, I have the statistics. In other words, you want, to see, you want to see the legislation justified, yes. Yes, because I know at the moment the Control of Dog Act is sitting in the Oireachtas to be reviewed. And I know what they're trying to do is, because... They, they, we were talking about it a few years ago in college. They will eventually ban 
every so-called dangerous or restricted breed off the land of Ireland. They're trying to wipe them out. Now, we were told this. And when I got that word, that's when I rang the dog wardens and started questioning. And I'm like, what but, it, but you do appreciate, Anita, they are on the control breeds list for a reason. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I, you do appreciate that, don't you? I do that. Yeah. No, I know. I do yeah. know that if my Because you're, you're a dog. I mean, if somebody has a little terrier, for example, and he bites somebody, sure, okay, they might end up with a couple of stitches at worst. But if your dog attacks somebody, not that the, not that Caesar would, but if he did attack somebody... would be a lot stronger. Ah, yeah. They the the person's yeah. all over, really, isn't more it? More damage. More damage. Yeah. Like, both of my kids have been um, bit by a dog. Aoife shits you on a face. Lennon wore her terrier on the calf of the leg. But I do understand that our breeds of dogs okay. on that restricted list, they have very strong jaws. They can do an awful lot of damage. But well, I'm, I'm looking, there's loads and loads of texts, by the way, coming in here, by the way, with sympathy for you. And loads of people, by the way, on your side. There are some people, obviously, don't agree with you, but however. Uh, and somebody also mentions numerous times here, and I'll um, just come into the conversation. How do they, oh yeah, how do they know she had the dog? Because somebody told her. Okay. Um, and uh, somebody else says, I know, I have a three-year-old German shepherd. I live in a council flat. I would kill myself if they took my dog. I know that's extreme, but she's my life. She's neutered and chipped and is a big softy. And I know you probably won't believe me when I say uh, this. Uh, I didn't know they weren't allowed until last year. I also suffer with depression and it's her that gets me up and out. This is a terrible and uh, it worries me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, now, I have great. said this, I have said this to my doctor and I said this to Pat Hedron who called from the council on Monday. I said, if you take my dog, you're going to have the blood of my dog on my hand, on your hands. I said, but you're going to find me at the end of a rope. Or oh, I well, and he said, no, I don't, I don't want to hear you saying things like that. I don't, I mean, no, I know, no, I know, I know I how know, important the dog is. Yeah, I do. It is. It's, uh, but, but I have twice as many people every year are maimed and injured by a Jack Russell than all 10 breeds on that dangerous list. Well, I know, I, I know. know. And statistically, by the way, a collie is the most likely dog to bite you, by the way, statistically. A, collie, a border collie, yeah. 26 um, but, but statistically, but you also, if you want to use statistics, American pit bull breeds, for example, or pit bull breeds, including the Staffordshire bull, bull Terriers, are more likely to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you have in the world, not in Ireland. Thankfully, we haven't that many incidents in Ireland. Thankfully, but in the world, they have killed more people, and normally children. By the way, they've killed more people than every other breed put together. So, that, so that that list is there for a reason. Yeah, that's people not even Muslim, their dog. No, I know, I know. And if people just obeyed the rules, by the way, we wouldn't probably have this problem because they have to be Muslim and not a lead and not in control by anybody under the age of 16. So if people actually abide by the rules, we wouldn't need a control dog list. But the, it, I see it also as discrimination because having a restricted breed in a council estate does not make the dog any more dangerous than it lives in a private estate. But you have, but you, but you have to have some level of control and ease it. You I know like what I mean? Because unfortunately... Uh, as that counsellor you were talking about or somebody who said earlier on that there, it is certain breeds are a status symbol for certain types of individuals yes, and you I know I yeah, okay. yes. but look Anita I, unfortunately everyone out of time Anita I hope you get it sorted out try that suggestion by somebody to ring and ask for the local social worker in Drada County Council and on compassionate grounds showing them the letter you have from your doctor that might help you failing that I don't know what to say to you Anita apart from the fact that unfortunately there, as far as they're concerned the rules are the rules you know, I know, I know, and like as as I look at it, it's, it is responsible owners to take every step necessary and um, required, no matter what breed we have at the end of the lead, like to look after our dogs to make sure they don't attack. You do have those people who will take them, take them and fight them or whatever. Yeah. But these dogs that are not only protectors, friends, family, guardian members, they do great for people with mental health. 
Okay, no, no, and, and I do get that. I do get that. Listen, and he's been lovely talking to you, and I hope you keep well, and I hope you get sorted out. I really mean that, okay? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.